This is Ad Speaks Houston, the Addy Award-winning podcast, giving you the inside scoop on Houston advertising and marketing, created and produced by Radio Lounge for the American Advertising Federation Houston chapter at aaf-houston.net. And today we present the Barton Cummings Gold Medal Award winners. On the podcast, Steve Pacheco, President and CEO of the American Advertising Federation. Ann Iverson, past president of the American Advertising Federation Houston and a committee chair on the Barton Cummings Gold Medal Awards. Helen Lavelle out of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the 2020 recipient of the Barton A. Cummings Gold Medal Award. And Steve Hall from the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign, the 2021 Barton Cummings Gold Medal Award recipient. The people who represent our industry in such an incredible way. So we've been trying to get together to have this conversation, and it has taken a little bit of time, uh, and that's okay, because uh, today is the day that we get a chance to talk to some incredible people on behalf of the American Advertising Federation. We have Steve Pacheco, President and CEO of the American Advertising Federation, Steve Hall, a Barton Cummings Gold Medal Award recipient, Anne Iverson, a brand builder and a past president of AAF Houston, we love that too. And of course, Helen Lavelle, a Barton Cummings Gold Medal Award winner. And we have so much to talk about today. Uh, so guys, first of all, we're, we're pulling you from all parts of the uh, of the nation. Helen, you're in the uh, Philly area, and you're in uh, the Denver area or Colorado Springs area. Uh, of course, Steve Pacheco is in um, in Memphis. And Steve, Steve Hall is somewhere in Illinois, but that's good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to have you guys here. Um, thanks again for coming together for this conversation for the podcast. You know, the Barton Cummings uh, Gold Medal Award was established by the AAF's Board of Directors back in 94. 94! That long ago. Yeah. To recognize distinguished individuals for their service to advertising through volunteer work with the American Advertising Federation. It is AAF's highest Volunteer Service Award. It's named in honor of the late Bart Cummings, former chief executive officer of Compton, which uh, was now Saatchi and Saatchi Advertising, whose extraordinary career was dedicated to industry service and to advancing the social and economic values of advertising. Cummings' volunteer work, including serving as the chair of the Ad Federation, the 4As, the Ad Council, the Advertising Educational Foundation, the AAF Foundation, and as many honors include induction into the Advertising Hall of Fame, if not more, presentation of the 2020 and 2021. This was an unusual event, guys. The Barton Cummings Gold Medal Award was at the, the AAF's National Board of Directors meeting during Admerica uh, 2021. And... Uh, you know, Steve, Steve Pacheco, I really kind of want to start off with you. You know, Steve is the first AAF president and CEO to have held leadership roles at every level of the organization, beginning at the collegiate level. Man, that's such an important connection. President of the Memphis Advertising Federation, chairman of the AAF National Board of Directors in 11. In 13, he received the Barton Cummings Gold Medal Award and it was named the Advertising Club of New York's Advertising Person of the Year. Steve, at this particular point, I would have just walked away and said, you know, I'm going fishing because um, uh, there, there is nothing else that I need to do. 
but apparently you you thought differently about that. So, Steve, talk about the award. Talk about, you know, obviously as you a recipient of the award, talk about why this is so important uh, for our industry, Steve. Well, and thanks, Ray. I, um, my, I'm better at advertising than at fishing, I promise you that. That's, that's uh, why I'm still in the game, I guess. <laughs> but but um, I don't have the patience for fishing, and yet somehow I do for advertising. <laughs> and I'll tell you, from my perspective, even even at my earliest connections with AAF, I had heard of the Barton A. Cummings Gold Medal Award, and it was it was held up and revered as this, you know, this, high honor within AAF National, uh, specifically for volunteerism. But but moreover, I think I discovered early on that, that it had all this meaningfulness attached to it. Uh, and, and, you know, because I'm so curious anyway, I started Googling Bart Cummings and, and trying to find out more about the man himself. And, and, you know, for a young person, it was like, Hey, they named an award after this person. This must be somebody of, of you know heavy consequence and, and a real uh, pioneer in the advertising industry. So I I learned a lot about his role at, at Compton Advertising and and how he had this incredible passion to serve the industry that he had worked in all of his life. And and more importantly, I guess the the notion that he always wanted to advance the the values of advertising, not just the economic and the business values, but the social and ethical values of advertising. And and that was something I could certainly get behind as a young person trying to start out in advertising. So I, I took it to heart and really did my homework and research and, and learned a lot about about Bart Cummings, the man. And, and that led me to learn even more about AAF, obviously, and, and how they were structured and how the organization laid out uh, from a local, regional, and national level, but also just just how uh, you know how passionate they were about volunteerism and people uh, helping others succeed within the organization. And so for me, that was a really, really great honor when I won the award. Uh, and it had a lot of distinct pleasure for me because I, I knew that I had achieved that level of volunteerism within the organization, giving back to the business that had been so good to me that they saw fit to recognize me at, at a national conference. And and I think for our young people, they need to hear that that advertising didn't just happen overnight. It's been going on. They, they like to say it's the second oldest profession in the world. Um and for me, it's built on the shoulders of greatness and people like Bart Cummings who stood for something, who wanted to find a, an opportunity to honor significantly those people that have volunteered and helped advance the agenda for American Advertising Federation. And so for that reason, I just think it's a, a high honor and a, and a very prestigious award within the AAF world. Well said, Steve. Thank you. Here's somebody who knows uh, Bart Cummings a little bit better uh, than you do. Uh, Barton Cummings uh, Gold Medal Award established by the American Ad Federation Board of Directors, as we said in 94, to honor Bart Cummings and Iverson's father to recognize distinguished individuals for their volunteer service through advertising through volunteer work with the Ad Federation, particularly at the national level. Ann Iverson has Houston ties, uh, being our president in uh, 84, the American Advertising Federation Houston, brand builder, creative facilitator, Inspiring team leader at the heart of Iverson's fascination with her work over the years is her capacity to uncover new selling opportunities for her clients. 
and enjoys digging for more effective ways uh, to, uh, to do a more insightful job for advertisers. From BBDO, New York, Ogilvy in New York and London. Uh, and, and of course, uh, she's doing uh, creative selling opportunities now out of Colorado. So, Anne, uh, really, this award is so close to your heart, as is the American Advertising Federation. Talk about your dad. Tell us about him. Well, I, I really would like to tell one story that I just told uh, to a friend the other day. Uh, when my dad was at the University of Illinois, he was recruited by, well, first of all, stepping back, my dad's father was an advertiser. He had an agency in Illinois, uh, Rockford, Illinois. And um, when my dad graduated from the University of Illinois, he was recruited by Swiftson Company. And the first thing they wanted him to do was to go down to Argentina and work in a slaughterhouse, which he did six months. But then, with all uh, he decided he wanted to go into advertising with his dad. And his dad told him, uh, you know what? To be successful, you need to go to New York. So he went to New York, and um, he started out in the mailroom, like a lot of people did in those days. And he started doing some copywriting. Um, uh, this was at Benton and Bowles. Um, and then um, he wanted to serve uh, our country. So he went into the Navy. He was uh, Pearl Harbor uh, two years and the Pentagon for two years. And then he came back, and pretty soon he was approached by Bob Holbrook, who was the then uh, chair of, of Compton. And Bob had seen my father progress over at Benton and Bowles and um, recruited him and said to him, "We want. I want you to be president. I want to groom you to be president. That's what happened. But in the middle of all that, David Ogilvy um, drove up to our house when I was about, I don't know, six years old, five years old. I remember when he came, and he wanted to hire my father to be president of Ogilvy. But my dad said, no, I've promised that I will stay with Thompson, and that's what he did. Wow. And um, you are so right about his love for the business and his desire to serve the business in so many ways. Um, you know, his big pushes early on were uh, our economy because we were in those days fighting uh, the government and the FTC and working hard to prove the value of advertising to our economy. And so he and a whole bunch of others, there was a big campaign to do that. And along the way, uh, he pushed a lot of things. He was very close to Howard Bell and um, called him Howie, talked to Howie every week, <laughs> and uh, told Howie what he thought Howie ought to be doing. Um, but they were great friends. Anyway, he loved the business, and when I got out of college, you know, I really didn't know what the heck I wanted to do. I had majored in psychology. He said, go into advertising. And I just said flippantly, okay. So I went over to London. Um, that was my first time there. And uh, I worked um, and went to school there at the London School of Economics and then came back to New York. And those were also the days when you could nepotism was a big thing. And so... I went around um, 
trying to con- never telling anybody who my father was. Um, and I, it took a long time of pounding the streets, but I finally got my first job um, at BBDO, and then that led to uh, led to Ogilvy. But anyway, my dad, um, he, he, as I was growing up uh, with him, I would just love to talk to him about the business, and he would talk to me about some of his challenges and his problems, um, and I just enjoyed talking to him. And they were all confidential. A lot of things were very confidential. And I love talking to him about those things. And I became more and more passionate about the business. And his big advice to me was, eyes open, ears open, <laughs> and mouth shut. And that's the way I operated all my life in the business. Um, and that's the way he operated. He, he listened. Uh, he he uh, kept his eyes open. He was not a politician. Uh, and he was just... Uh, he hired, he had more women at Compton than any other agency in New York City at one point. Uh, he was, diversity was critical to him. Uh, uh, men, women, uh, races, creeds, everything, all of that was very important to him. So he made sure, uh, he, he was ahead of his time in that regard, I think. Um, and I applaud, I, I applauded that a lot, too because I tried to apply that in my career as well. So I don't know, Ray, if you have any other background on him, starting in Illinois. He was an All-American football player at Illinois. um, And then the Swift and Company thing, I don't know. I don't remember why he decided. I think he he loved advertising so much from his own father. And that agency, by the way, still exists in Illinois. Wow. Under the name of uh, Cummings. Brand McPherson or something like Cummings McPherson, something like that. So, you know, you mentioned before, and that you, you mentioned before that he was a good listener. Sounds to me like you were a good listener too. You learned a lot, and it, it almost is a fly on the wall perspective. It's like here I have a seat at a very important place at a very important time, and I'm listening. I'm soaking this stuff up. So it, truly, this was a passionate endeavor uh, that came as a result of your incredible relationship with your dad. And that's pretty cool because I think as we move through life, we need to have people in our lives that demonstrate uh, greatness and uh, are willing to share that greatness with with others, their family, their friends, their community, and their industry. And it sounds like uh, Bart did all of those things for you. So well done, Mr. Cummings. Well done, you know. there, there are so many folks we're talking to. Steve and Helen are just sitting back and saying, okay, I'm enjoying this conversation. It's a good thing. That's not a problemo. But uh, and this past year at the event at Admerica, we had not one but two winners, and they were both, both uh, winners of the, of the Barton Cummings Gold Medal Award. Uh, Steve Hall announced as the 2021. Helen Lavelle uh, announced as the 2020. Uh, winner of the Barton A. Cummins Gold Medal Award. Helen is classically trained contemporary painter from Pennsylvania, beautiful Pennsylvania, Scranton-Wilkesbury, studied at Marywood University in Scranton, Philadelphia's Moore College of Art and Design, and the Pennsylvania Academy of Fine Arts. And today, as we're talking in this conversation, she is actually hard at work on a location shoot for a very uh, great client of hers, uh, so, Helen, thank you for taking the time out to do this today. We appreciate that. And we promise not to keep you too long. 
Uh, your connection with American Advertising Federation spanning nearly 35, you've uh, selflessly served as each level of the organization, club president, uh, soon after District 2 governor for two terms, ultimately the Council of Governors chair, Eastern Region chair, and it goes on and on and on. Helen, uh, they say the fortunate ones choose what they want to do in life. Could I say that about you, Helen? Have you chosen that? Absolutely. <laughs> There's no question <laughs> about that, Steve. I have chosen, for sure. Yeah. And one of the reasons that my life and my career, the span of my career has been just an extraordinary one for me is because of all of the support. As everyone was talking about, um, we all stand on the wisdom of those who have gone before us. And I had the, I am so honored to be the, the I, I'm calling it the pandemic recipient of the, uh, <laughs> yeah, really. of the Barton A. Cummings Award. Yeah. And I was so deeply honored when I was informed. Um, I had been around the American Advertising Federation long enough that I actually knew every single recipient of the award for the last 26 years. This will be 26 years, right, Anne, um, with Steve. But it, it, it's just such an honor um, to be able to move through a career with the kind of support, the kind of mentors, all of the folks who have um, gone before us. Uh, the one thing about the American Advertising Federation, without any question, is that we really are, as Steve described, we are family and we care deeply about each other from economic hardship through diversity issues through government relations challenges. We have all worked really, really hard to make sure that our industry is every bit the light that it remains today, even after all these years. Yeah. And even in a pandemic year, I mean, you know, that that's okay. Uh, it, it was unfortunate, but we are here today. We are talking today, and we're moving ahead, uh, you know, in, in a very positive way as well. So, Helen, thank you. Thank you for that, and congratulations again on the award. Steve Hall was announced as the 2021 Barton Cummings Gold Medal Award. <laughs> We're just handing on awards left and right here today, aren't we? In an ever-evolving world, <laughs> one thing remains certain. The commitment to higher education, the advertising industry, and the American Ad Federation has never been more evident through the lifelong devotion of Steve Hall. Steve is a senior lecturer in advertising at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. And, you know, Steve, when we did the event that one day, the thing that I noticed about you and it, it, you you were you were incredibly deeply moved by this award and by the recognition and you quickly so quickly pointed to to so many others around you it almost sounds like everybody around you at at the university of illinois and throughout your career in in education uh is was an important thing uh that they took the journey with you talk about talk about the people around you. It seems like you take the focus off of yourself and you make sure that others around you, and I'm talking about your students and your relations in the ad industry, are the important part of why Steve Hall is Steve Hall. Is that true? Yes. Uh, yes, absolutely. And, and thank you so much for having me on. Um, you know, I, I always thought my job, and yes, I, I I still choke up a little bit when I hear about this award because it means so much to me. And um, you know, I I always say I just like to help people, and that's that's what this award is all about. 
up through life being a good person. And yes, I the relationships that I built over my career um, are very important to me. And I think if if you build trust, and you know if people trust you to help them uh, succeed, I I think that's extremely important. And you know whether it's you know we we have a very large AAF chapter, 500 plus members usually. And, you know, sometimes it's hard for me to individually help every single one of them, but I try. And and students know that if they ask me to do something, I will do it. And uh, I, I've, I've been lucky. I, I, I said that when I received the award. I, I've just been super lucky to be surrounded by so many people within the AAF organization, at my University of Illinois, um, industry. Um, you know, it's, it's just an amazing thing to to always count on each other, I guess. Um, and you know, my my history goes back quite a quite a ways too with with Barton Cummings. Um, I was a grad student when he was uh, oversaw the James Webb Young Award, and the, the first recipient of this award, Jim Fish, was actually my sponsor uh, for my graduate degree. So he helped fund some of my graduate education. I remember uh, going to events with the James Webb Young Board, which, you know, Barton was, Mrs. Crane from Crane Communications, I mean, Jim Fish, there was just a host of Hall of Fame level people on that board at University of Illinois, and as, as a student, I just, you know, you sit back and somebody said, you know, Helen listens, and I just would listen and take it in and get so excited to see how they were helping me achieve an educational goal. And I, you know, I, and, and those, that era when I decided to continue on, I, you know, I, I had a debate actually one time between, uh, going to, uh, uh, Bill Engelbrecht, who was, uh, he was a big time Leo Burnett guy and he was, he had done his degree in our program and, and worked for Leo Burnett forever and was also the, the chairman of the board of trustees for the university. He was always trying to get me to come work at Leo Burnett. And at some point in time, I said, you know what? I would love to do that, but I'm at the point in grad school when I, I, I felt that I would provide more value as a teacher, as a mentor, as an advisor, and that's when I made that decision to, to kind of pursue education as a career and and spend, you know, and it's been a wonderful life. I get to go to work every day and do what I love, but help students realize their potential and help students, uh, you know, achieve their career goals. And I, I, I've just been fortunate. My, my whole thing is, is about connecting people. And in fact, we just, Steve knows this, the Tico, that we just went through a strategic planning uh, exercise for our National Education Committee and um, a rebrand. And, and I came up with the phrase smarter together because it's, you know, AAF is the one thing that connects students industry, the organization itself, faculty, it brings it all together, our, our sort of function within AAF. And I just see that's where our power lies. And that's it, to Helen's point, you know, it's just bringing everybody together uh, to do great things. So, you know, I, I, I tried, I, every day I learn something, every, every day I try to help somebody, um, you know, I, I get to do what I love and I get to see all the people that I built the relationships with help the industry move forward if that that makes any sense so uh yeah and i'm and i I do things differently part of my thing is like we'll try new things or do new things that we just have the student conference or the ad camp uh last week with a bunch of uh, 
high schoolers and I talked to that. Um, and uh, I remember having a being on the board of directors meeting saying when people were asking how do we bring high schoolers into or how do we recruit and get talent in the industry, I said, why don't we go into high school and have an ad advertising camp? And I, University of Illinois and AAF held the first one, uh, our student conference. You know, we had the first one in Chicago, uh, and a lot of Illinois people went up there. And with, So it's just, you know, we're always looking for new ways to connect and, and help and and bring new perspectives and different perspectives and, and get as many of the really smart, talented people out there that are uh, all the way down to grade school, if I had my choice, interested in this industry, which I find fascinating and, and love with all my heart. So yeah, yeah. anyway. Well, it's, that's, that's very well said. You know, and it's so exciting, Steve, to hear that's one of those things that's sitting right in front of us and... Uh, we're acknowledging it now. When you say going into high schools, it's like, well, yeah, what a great idea. I mean, that's phenomenal. You're setting the stage. And there's no reason that, uh, that a high school student uh, should not be exposed and taught, you know, much like Anne was taught uh, by her father, uh, exposure and uh, in, in immersion in that. You know, in just a couple of hours before we did the uh, this recording session, uh, the American Advertising Federation put out its... Uh, 2021 Advertising Hall of Achievement honorees. These are individuals under the age of 40 years or younger who are making notable contribution to the ad industry. And the cool part of it is, and Steve Pacheco, you can talk about this as well, but I think that it's so incredibly, you're hitting both sides of our industry. You're hitting the, the you know the beginning side and, and the successful side, and, and the, you're all the way for the journey. And I think that is so, so cool. Uh, that the Advertising Federation uh, does that. Uh, Steve, I wanted to ask you real quick. You were also, as we said, an awards recipient of Barton Cummings. How did that impact your life uh, when that when that award came your way, Steve? Well, um, it, it, first of all, thank you for the recognition on Advertising Hall of Achievement for 2021. We're, we're going to return to a live in-person event in November in New York, and we're very excited about that. And yes. I'll make a quick point that the American Advertising Federation is the only trade association that I know of that has members that range from 18 to 88. Um, and and half-jokingly, we say that we have kids and pros and CEOs uh, and everything in between. And, and it's true because you can be a member of AAF as early on as your college career. And then, of course, the Hall of Fame uh, honors the living legends of advertising who have spent at least 35 years in advertising. So, we run a pretty wide spectrum of, of folks that we appeal to. Um, when I won the Barton A. Cummings Gold Medal Award, it was a very, very special time in my life. It was, a, it was an incredibly busy year. I had just come off being board chair. Uh, I was in the middle of building my career uh, at a pretty competitive place, and I had an awful lot on my plate. And, and I remember saying, you know, I don't think I can take on any more uh, extracurricular work. I've got I've got my real job here. I've got to focus on. Uh, the year before that, uh, I'd been named Advertising Person of the Year by the New York Ad Club. I, I had just a, an incredible two year stretch where I was doing everything and and working lots of hours, putting in lots of miles, traveling the world, just doing a lot of big big epic stuff. Uh, and I think when I won the Bartnay Cummings Gold Medal Award, and, and Ann will tell the story better than I am, I wasn't even able to attend the conference that year. It was out in Phoenix on the West Coast, and I had committed to being uh, with my mother 
who was not in great health at the time uh, for one of our family trips out uh, to the Florida Florida coast. So um, I literally had to ship. I had to FedEx in a cardboard cutout of of you know all six foot three inches of me on the stage, which uh, Ann and Howard Bell lovingly uh, gave me a hug, and John Osborne, a dear friend, actually presented the award. Uh, and it was, a, it was a magical moment. I was able to tune in. This was well before Zoom, by the way. Yeah. So I was able to tune in by phone. Uh, that was my last trip with my mother to the beach, and so that made it special for that reason. Yeah. And I just couldn't find a way to get from Florida to Phoenix fast enough to accept the award and get back. So I held to my uh, original honor of, of being with my mom for a family beach vacation and, and that family photograph of us all on the beach for that year is still one of my most treasured possessions because I was there for that. Um, any other time I would have been there to pick up the award and hopefully say some pithy comments, but it meant a lot to me. It also meant that I need to slow down and appreciate life and, and really value those experiences that have defined me. Um, and my first family came first in that effort and my AF family had to had to come in second that, that time around. And I, I feel bad about that for a lot of reasons, but I know uh, seeing my mom there at the, at the beach family vacation was very, very important. So um, a question for you, Steve, is do you still have that cardboard uh, cutout of you? <laughs> that you you sent? know, I think it, it, we, we, um, we put an auction on it to raise money for AAF, and I think it sold for a, a nice three-figure number, and I, I, can only, I can only cringe at what somebody did with it. I had, I, in my office, I had a cardboard cutout of Neil Diamond, and I had him right by the door, and people would walk into the office, and they would get scared. They would go, whoa, what, what, whoa who is that? What is he doing here? Um, so that was my Neil Diamond cardboard cutout. That, that's a great story. And you did the right thing. Obviously, you did the right thing. And a question for you here. What is it about the people in our industry that make it so unique. We're in a great place here, place and time. What makes the people in our industry so incredibly uh, unique? Well, I've my my experience has been um, most intellectual curiosity has been a characteristic that I have experienced throughout my career. Um, in terms, anybody I've ever worked with, uh, that curiosity, that it's the curiosity drives um, some of the best work that's ever been done in our industry, uh, whether it's, uh, and today too, and, and whether it's the world of the digital world or the traditional world, um, I guess that's, uh, yeah, I think that's one of the most important things. The other thing is, Helen used this word uh, or concept, um, and, over, and it was so true at Ogilvy. We, and, and true of AAF, we love working with each other. Um, we care about each other. So in terms of uh, the work, it's about intellectual curiosity. In terms of success, I may be getting off your subject, Ray, but I think it's um, teamwork and uh, no competition within uh, the organization and being partners. I mean, just being a partner with your creative team, your media team, your client, knowing the CEO. So I'm getting really off track here, but those are the kinds of things, making sure you have a partnership with the CEO 
um, I, and which is not as much as it used to be, actually, um, but to uh, it's really critical in terms of the kind of work we do. I think partners, friendship, caring, intellectual curiosity to me is one of the most important things. And to, to this day, I still, if somebody asks me a question and I don't have an answer, I look it up anyway, even if I'm not seeing that person anymore because I'm just interested uh, in learning. Yeah. I have a bipolar brother, and he's always calling me up and said, you know this, because he doesn't do the computer. And I'm always learning new things every single day. And I think that's part of what makes us very successful in the advertising business, too. Um, Helen, as a painter, too, I mean, uh, it's, it's, that's important. For Yeah, curiosity and the desire to know more and the desire to find solutions to problems and and yes. solve those problems. I think that's 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 what's so magical about this this industry. It's like, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we can do that. You know, we're not manufacturing the vaccines and we're not doing this and that, but we're doing something as deep as in and and as as important uh, as that uh, with our industry. So I think that's a you did not take it off task. That was a great answer, Ann Iverson. Thank you very much for that. You know, I want to ask Helen. Helen, uh, here's a question for you. Advertising or what? Now, listen, I know you do a, a, a million things <laughs> beyond that. So l- let's say, what would you have done if you'd chosen another walk in life? What was what was in the cards for Helen? Well, I could tell you this. I may not know the exact answer to that question. I came into to advertising because of a lot of what Ann was talking about. Um, the intellectual curiosity component is huge. But I also believe, really, from the bottom of my heart, that our industry is filled with people who are inherently creative. And I'm not talking about creatives in general. I'm talking about across the board. So creativity and inclusivity is something that was, and advocacy, is something that was very meaningful for me, Steve, from the time I was a kid. So, I mean, yes, my career, my, I put my painting on the side for many years. I actually thought I was going to be using a lot more of my creativity when I opened my agency at 28 years old, and little did I know I was going to be running a business, <laughs> and which, which really took me away from the art side of it. But I'm so grateful um, that my career has allowed me to do wonderful things with my painting. And again, once again, it's all about, you know, Coming from the AAF roots that I have, it's all about giving back and being inclusive. And, and quite frankly, I really still believe that I'm a painter with a purpose. There's always a, a, a connection to some purpose where we can be giving back. And every single person in the American Advertising Federation has an opportunity to, to do that. But I think even more importantly is that we have always welcomed that from you know, uh, uh, the largest corporations, media giants, right down to sole proprietorships. And our business has changed so much that, quite frankly, we've had to diversify. We've all had to diversify. We've all had to make decisions about how we were going to live our lives. But in advertising, anything is possible, and there is room for all of us to move in any direction that is uh, uh, fueled by our souls, quite frankly, and about the relationships that we make, like Steve was talking about. 
Wow, I'm motivated. I'm going to go have a great day now. Thank you for those words. And 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 painter with a purpose is one of your uh, monikers that you that you carry. And obviously, not only do you carry that in print, but it's it's active every day in your life. Steve Hall, I wanted to ask you a question here, from your perspective. Words of wisdom for people who are either coming into our industry or are existing in our industry now. Not necessarily pandemic related, because I think we've heard enough about how we've had to change and, and the new normal stuff, which I hate. But just in general, what message would you give somebody listening uh, to, to, to take forward uh, from your perspective, Steve? Well, I, I, you know, we, Helen had just mentioned relationships that I mentioned earlier, and I'm, I'm like, you know, uh, I think that I, I tell students a lot to find, you know, Helen also mentioned, mentioned purpose and passion and and of and of you know i when when freshmen when a freshman come in or somebody comes in the industry i say uh there was a there was a ted talk one time uh adam Lustig, i think that did it and he said he did a on define your purpose and it's like you you tell people who you are what you do um who do you do it for what do they need and how are their lives transformed by what you do? And I think that last, there's three of those things that he said are other directives. And, you know, we talked about, uh, I, I tell people that everything is a brand, pretty much everything in this world is a brand and every brand needs help. And if you figure out how to help those brands, whether it's a person or a company, organization, a nonprofit, whatever it is, uh, I think it's defining that, figuring out what that passion is, that purpose, that, and then figuring out a strategic direction on how you can impact what you love to do. You know, you, we all do what we love to do, I think, sir. Um, we're, you know, and that's extremely lucky to get to do that. But anybody getting in this industry, figure out what you're really good at, what you love to do, and then where do people uh, need help and, and fill that void or make that connection. So... Uh, whether that's being an, an advocate in the industry for, for you know, inclusivity, whether that's being uh, helping a brand achieve a sales goal, whether that's coming up with a, a Super Bowl winning, I, Super Bowl ad winning uh, thing that pushes a, a brand sales forward. Uh, you know, you, you, you're all saying the, the same thing, you know, uh, and, you know, be interesting, be curious. I, I think that's incredibly good advice and that we tell uh, students learn everything you can about everything i mean you need to eventually specialize but you know being curious about life is is a really important aspect of of doing great things because if you're if you're not curious as ann pointed out you're not learning things and as a as an educator i'm all about finding out new stuff and you know <laughs> and said something earlier um from a teaching perspective, there there are times I, I wonder if I shouldn't have been like a, a calculus teacher where I could just teach the same formula over for thirty years and <laughs> and look, I would I wouldn't have had any fun. No. Um, you yeah. know, it means as as everybody on this phone call knows, this industry changes every five seconds. So not only do you have to learn, but it's it's constantly having your brain uh, absorb information. Uh, think in new ways, innovate, create, make, whatever that is. So I'm like, I, I, I guess I'm, this is another long-winded an- 
figure out what you really like to do and how you can how you can funnel that that passion into helping people and in whatever capacity that is, as a business sense, as a as a nonprofit or charitable endeavor, uh, I think you you find your passions and the people that get to that that recognize that and get to do that are the ones that are successful and happy, to be honest. So I, I don't know if that answers your question or not, but no, it answered it very well, and I think you can see uh, and listen from uh, what we're talking about today that there are very uh, these are people who are passionate, curious, and purposeful in what they do. Steve, some some final. I'm talking about Steve Pacheco. Some final uh, words of wisdom for our industry as we uh, as we evolve and we change. And like Steve Hall says, this industry changes every uh, every few moments here. But with the pandemic, it has changed a little bit. How about moving ahead, Steve? Steve Pacheco, uh, some words of wisdom for us as we uh, as we part today. Well, I just I want to thank you, Ray, for pulling this together. I, I think it's always helpful to, to take a pause and and really think through, you know, everyone that's come before and, and 25 years of heritage of Anna honoring her father, Barton A. Cummings, in, in this very special way that received so much attention and so much support from across the AF network all across North America. And, and I'm, I'm particularly pleased with the, the past winner's list of the Barton A. Cummings Gold Medal Award and how it encompasses the entire grassroots network across this great country of ours and, and I just think that that's awesome that we're able to do that on a national level. Uh, you've heard firsthand from our most recent two recipients, uh, the high honor in which they hold this award, and, and I add to that. I think the industry is undergoing a lot of radical change right now. The, the American Advertising Federation is over 100 years old. We've weathered more than our share of storms. We will weather this one as well. And we can't wait to get back together um, next year at America and honor the 26th recipient of the Barton A. Cummings Gold Medal Award. Yeah. The, the good news, and, and to answer your question specifically, Ray, is that, that both Helen and Steve will now be on the executive committee that helps us choose uh, the next recipient of the Barton A. Cummings Gold Medal Award. It's always voted on by your peers. The nomination letters for both Steve and Helen would, would bring a tear to your eye and would make you swell up with pride about the great work that these two have done, not only in the industry, but in their community and across their own personal network of, of spreading the good news of advertising and the great work that we've all done. Uh, they're just they're good people doing great things, and, and I think we all need a little more dosage of that from time to time. Boy, so uh, I look forward to working with them on, on identifying the 2022 recipient and onward and upward. I uh, can't wait to get us all back in a room together so that we can hug and high-five each other and, and uh, celebrate in true AAF fashion this, this great honor. And, and again, Ray, we're really appreciative of you bringing this to the forefront and giving it uh, some attention today. We do it once a year, but we think about it all year long, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a great honor, and I'm, I'm proud to be a part of it. Thank you, Steve, for those great words. And once again, the, uh, the Advertising Hall of Achievement Class of 2021 uh, is is out and has been announced and has an incredible uh, selection of folks who will be honored. Uh, the seven inductees chosen by the AAF's Distinguished Advertising Hall of Achievement Council of Judges winners are going to be inducted at luncheon ceremonies on Wednesday, November 17th at uh, Cipriani, 42nd at New York City. 
It'll be an extra special celebration. It will also represent the first live event hosted by the American Advertising Federation since uh, the beginning of the lockdown in 2020. So things are coming back. And I, get, I just got to tell you, Anne, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're the, uh, the current chair of the Martin A. Cummings Gold Medal Award, and you still continue to do amazing things for advertising for our world uh, and it makes it so wonderful. And and the fact that you've taken time out today to chat with us is great. Thank you for that. And Steve Hall, thank you for uh, for being a part of this. You were a mobile part of this, but it didn't matter because you had a lot of great things to say and continue to do great things at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. And Helen Lavelle, well, painter with a purpose and a whole lot more. And Helen, we're going to let you go back to the shoot you're now doing in the Scranton area. <laughs> but but guys, what a pleasure. What a pleasure. What a pleasure to chat with all of you today. And uh, I, I say thank you so much. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. It was, it was, a, it was an honor to be, be, be a part of it. So there you have it. Ad Speaks Houston, the Addy Award-winning podcast created and produced by Radio Lounge for the American Advertising Federation Houston Chapter Find out more at aaf-houston.net. Subscribe to this podcast and your favorite podcast platform so you'll never miss a new podcast. Your rating on iTunes will also help us grow. And don't be afraid to share what you've heard today on social media. We love that, too. Also invite you to meet the people that represent District 10 of the American Advertising Federation. Check out Tension, the podcast for District 10. Until next time, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. At Speaks Houston, copyright 2021. I'm Ray Shillings. <laughs>